Hello, players who use D&D instead of therapy. And DMs who have never once roleplayed as a the opposite gender because that'd be a little too weird. Yeah, we don't want to get weird during Dungeons we and don't Dragons. I'm Robert. That's Madison. Hi. Uh, this is Table Talk. Welcome back. We're so glad to have you, or if it's your first time listening, thank you. This would be an we odd place to it. just come in at because this is a part two. Yes. character sheets and shit. So the last one yes. was Magic Edition, where Madison made a sorcerer, um, and we walked you guys through that. We probably won't do as much hand-holding in this one, and the same, like, walking through step-by-step and being quite as meticulous about breakdowns. Um, I highly recommend you, therefore, go watch the first one. So it's kind of like, I want you to listen to this one, but also, I'm going to take the opportunity to tell you to watch the first one, because yeah. you d- don't do that. Wrong order. This one will probably be, like, significantly shorter than the other. Yeah. Um, well, the other one's an hour and 15, so this one's probably <laughs> going to be closer to, like, an hour. So maybe just 15 minutes shorter. But yeah. um, today, I'm going to walk through a martial class. So generally speaking, there are two different categories of classes in... Uh, I almost said Magic the Gathering. Wrong fucking game. Try again. Made by the same company... Or at least bought by the same company. Both things that you have sunk yep. a significant Hasbro, portion of your which life owns into. Wizards, which owns both Magic and Dungeons and Dragons. So yep. I just, you know, I sink a lot of money into both. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, there are generally two kinds of classes. There are your spellcasters and there are your non-spellcasters. Uh, there are a few anomalies um, mm-hmm. in the mix, most notably Paladins. the Paladin. Uh, there are also a few of the... Um, like fighter sp- classes that are like magic-based. Yeah, there are also some paths you can take as sorcerers or as different kinds of traditional spellcasters where you rely more heavily on like uh, a melee weapon or a pact blade like with mm-hmm. Warlock. Or um, like a board, a bard. Jesus Christ. I would yeah, just like combine the word kind of a... bard and sword to board. So if you're playing a board... Yeah, but every class, generally speaking, is technically a spellcasting class. There isn't mm-hmm. a single class that cannot cast spells. Except um, for maybe a barbarian when they're in rage. Yeah, um, but generally every class has the capability of casting different kinds of spells. Uh, when I say spellcasting class, what I'm referring to are the ones that um, rely on casting spells the most. Um, mm-hmm. Like, in terms of combat, in terms of utility... Uh, I mean, yeah, that pretty much covers it all, right? Yeah. Um, so Barbarian is going to be your straight up, I want to hit things and I want to be big and have a lot of health. Um, and I want to hit things again. And again. And again and again and again and again. And, again. and then I want to do even hard. more damage when I get a crit hit, which is, or a crit, a critical, um, critical success, critical hit. So... Um, yeah, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do yet. There are many, many options. Like I said, if you've listened to the first one, which I hope you have, um, in the episodes previous to this where we go over most of the traditional races that are present, Mm -hmm. in 5e there are many, 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 many to choose from. Yes. Um, But fitting my intro, I am actually going to do a bit of a gender bender on this character, uh, which would be my first D&D character I've ever put on paper of the opposite gender, just because... Only femme characters. Role-playing is difficult as a gender that's not yours if you're not professionally trained on how to... Role play is the opposite gender, which I'm not. I I've just have seen other people. So do, many so. boys. I like exclusively have played little uh-huh. like ambiguously gendered children on stage. I've played boys so many times. That's that's so funny. Like 
that sucks, but also that's so like funny. it is exclusively my typecast has been gender <laughs> a- gender ambiguous poor orphan. I've played like gender ambiguous poor orphan. Jesus, or Christ. like crazy person in a hat. I have multiple roles that like fall under that category. Um, crazy person in a hat. Yeah. Okay, so I think I know. I, I've been recently playing a video game um, on my PA Station Five, not to flex or anything, but Jesus um, I've been recently playing back through a couple of my favorite games uh and so i think today i actually just want to do a character build of somebody that i really like uh as a character which if you know anything about the game that might be a controversial statement but i'm going to try and build uh abby from the last of us 2 um, (laughs) as a non-human because that would be too fucking easy so i think i'm going to go with goliath for the race which is not technically part of the uh fifth edition like the one that layers puts out they do have it on um, D&D Beyond, does have it on their page, but it's not part of, like, the player's handbook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am stepping out a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and put that on paper. Race is going to be Goliath. Um, if you've never played the game or you don't know anything about the character, she's a fucking mountain. Um, she's literally huge. So the the, the opposite character uh, that mirrors her in the game is Ellie, uh, which if you've seen the HBO Max show or if you've just played the first game. It's my girly. She's short. She's small. She's quick. She's fast. Um, she uses a knife, that kind of thing. Abby is she meant to be a rogue. Her, yeah, she'd be a rogue. Abby is meant to be the opposite in that she's big. She's brutish. Uh, she is still very smart, but she's, like, ripped as fuck. Uh, like, part of your introduction to her when you get to, like, switch character perspectives is just how ripped she is. Um so yeah, I'm going to try and make a very big, strong character, and I'm going to go with Goliath for the race because human is just kind of fucking boring. Um, so Get Goliath... creative. If you're, like, no hate yeah. to people who play humans, but also there's, like, there's... I I feel like hundreds. There's not actually hundreds, but there's a fuck ton of races to choose from in D&D. And if you're playing, like, an escapist fantasy game, I think it's fun to lean into that. I say mm-hmm. is our current campaign, we are all playing humans, but... Our, no, there's an android in our group, yeah. but we're yeah, playing in, like, a modern... And race um, isn't setting. quite as relevant in this one as it is in other ones. Like, yeah. it's kind of one of those, when you get into different settings that aren't 5e related or aren't traditional fantasy, like, everyone's kind of a human, but, like, adjacent. Yeah. So it's like, it, Like I'm in a Star human, Wars, there's a lot of an, humans that are, like, from different planets. Yeah, it's so like they're, the, like, Corillian or, like, something uh, like that, where it's like, mm, The races are, like, in this one are, like, inherited, which isn't really a, a race. Like, yeah. Race in the in the heroic setting we're in is more like how do you get your powers? It's yeah. not necessarily like what kind of a being are you? Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, there is the option to play an alien in that one, but I've tried to leave aliens alone for most of the part because so. that's a whole other. We have humans, we have human adjacent, but we do also have straight up android, um, which yeah. you know why not? Anyways, um, Goliaths are very large. They are between seven and eight feet tall. They weigh between two hundred and eighty and three hundred and forty pounds. Your size God, is still damn. medium. They're like just under the cut for large. Uh, base walking speed is going to be 30, so I'm going to go ahead and draw that down. And then I have proficiency in athletics, which totally makes sense for Abby. Um, she is athletic as all fuck. So she just be doing and... shit in that game. Oh, she does, ma'am. Like, Ellie's melee combat, uh, she uses either her switchblade or, like, a picked-up weapon. Abby, on the other hand, is, like, just hands. Yeah. Um, like, if just, you've seen it... any of the stuff on TikTok talking about animes or, like, she's just left, right, good night. Like, that's that's Abby. Um, I mean, she doesn't need just... a weapon. No, she's... she fucking doesn't. Like, and you can upgrade her character so that you can throw hands better. Like, it's just, <laughs> she's trained in, like, close quarters combat, so that's just, you know, she's kind of more military style. Mm-hmm. Um, 
her lifespan, or, or Goliaths have lifespans comparable to humans. They enter adulthood into their late teens and usually live less than a century. So they're kind of equivalent to humans in that sense. Yeah. They hit adulthood, it looks like, a little earlier. Um, maybe, but eh, it's not important right now. I haven't gotten to the age part of things. So we've gotten all of that out of the way. Let's see here. What else? In under the Goliath. So there's also a couple of traits here. It allows you to, sh let's see here. When you take damage... You can use your reaction to roll a d12. Add your con modifier to the number rolled and reduce the damage by that total. That's Ooh. nice. Powerful build. Wait, is that like every long rest or is that just... Yeah, once per long rest. Okay, I was going to say, that cannot be just every time. You count as one size larger when determining your carrying capacity and the weight you can push, track, or lift. Uh, you have resistance to cold damage with Mountainborn. You are also acclimated to high altitude, including elevations above 20,000 feet. You I can mean... speak, ride, read... Uh, speak, ride, read. Speak, read, and write common and giant. I mean, the temperature thing actually does fit the setting. So I'm going to Because they spent half of that in the fucking snow. Giant. I'm uh, putting things down on my paper because that's what I would normally be doing. Um, larger size. So that doesn't mean that it is actually a larger size. It just means when carrying, pushing, yeah, that kind of stuff. Which, uh, when we get to combat and, like, action economy, um, I'll talk a little bit more about what size means there because... Generally speaking, when you're just role-playing or just doing things about the world, your size, size doesn't, doesn't matter. necessarily matter. It's more of like a role-play Size doesn't thing. matter, guys. It's all about how you use it in the game. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, but like in combat, size I was determines... just trying to be funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, true. But <laughs> she does that sometimes. Size wow. determines like how many squares you take up on a grid. It determines if you can move past people, that kind of thing. So, yeah. so like if you're a small little character, you can dodge through uh, spaces that medium-sized characters can't. Yeah, you can walk between things without disadvantage, that kind of fun stuff. And some large characters will have disadvantage on certain spells and like things like that. So the next thing I'm going to choose is... I guess I'm going to pick my class. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's, I usually don't do things in this order, but I normally start with a class and then go from there. Um, let's see here. I think I'm going to do... I think I'm going to do Fighter. I think I Fighter makes sense. I think Barbarian is a little too straight up um, hands and martial. I think yeah. if I'm trying to play her as true to, to real life, she's like an expert in using multiple long-range weapons. She's also like very like thought out so i don't think rage would like i agree yeah i mean she has a perk that you can get in the game that gives her a rage like ability where like if you do a, a melee combat like takedown you can then immediately follow it up with another one if somebody's close enough but i'm okay. not gonna i'm not gonna push that route i'm gonna go more the like expertise with guns and like ranged weapons so i'm probably gonna end up picking um a gunslinger for the subclass once i get to my level three I would have gone um, battle master so class we're gonna go with fighter yeah but like she uses guns no, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's that's the only real. class I get access to guns with. Yeah. So. I mean, it's also, this is, hey, the other one, I just straight up picked stuff out of the player's handbook, and this one, you're getting stuff outside of the player's yeah, handbook. Yeah, this one's, yeah, very much outside. Um, See, right. we, we planned it. This oh, is yeah. intentional. Totally. So now we're going to do ability scores, um, and then hit points and all that fun stuff, but we're going to start with ability scores. Bum, 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 bum. We didn't bring physical dice, so I'm going to have no. to roll some some d6s digitally. Sorry, guys. Roll four Or D6. do we want to do point by? Oh, I guess I can't do point by. I so hate we can show by. you multiple methods. Yeah, so we can show you multiple methods. You don't um, have to. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I just have never had to do point by physically. 
So I'm going to walk gonna through it. An app. Yep, I'm going to walk through it on my app. Um, and then I'm going to walk you guys through basically what I'm seeing. So uh, bear with me. Okay, it looks like on the app I also need to go ahead and pick my background. So I guess I'll go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, let's see here. What are our options? I'm going to pick soldier because okay, that makes that the works. most sense. Um, that's kind of like the primary role she fills in the game. So we're going to do soldier. So point by... If I let me see here. Do we want to go ahead and do the rest of background stuff? Um, no, we'll jump around. Okay. We've been non-traditional so far. I'm not gonna. Keep it with it. ADHD. Yep. Yeah, I'm not gonna push us to be super, super straight on this one. Um. So yeah, we'll get to personality traits, ideals, bonds, flaws in a minute. So it looks like point by the way it works is that every score starts at eight. That's like the base score. Mm -hmm. Um. And then you have a total of twenty-seven points that you can put um wherever you want to put them. So what that means is if you were to do point by physically, you would write out your six scores. So strength, dex, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. And then you would put like a little eight by them. Um, and then you would have essentially 27 points to dump wherever you would like to. So let's see how far I can pump a stat really quick before I do the rest of this. So it looks like the highest that I can put a stat with point by is 15. Um, it's not that high. No, but the lowest I can go is eight. Okay, so that's, no, that's the trade-off. So if you guys listen to the last more episode, well again, go do that. Uh, you roll d6, and you can, in theory, have as low as a fucking three. Um, you could also have as high as an 18, you know, because six times three. But it looks like with point by, what they're trying to do is, like, uh, kind of median it out a little bit more, so that way things are a little more, like, I don't know, consistent. Um, and, like it's well like, and it's a little more safe. Yeah, so it's, it's more of a safety net thing. So... With fighter, um, I need to pull up the fighter class real quick, actually, which I didn't think to do. Do you want me to pull it up? In advance. No, it's all right. Fighter class, 5th edition. D&D wiki. Shout out wiki.again. again. Yeah, sorry, shout out wiki.com. Um, wiki dot, sponsor us. So what are their primary things? So saving throws are going to be strength the constitution. Um, I guess I don't have a primary thing, do they? Um, I mean, if you're a fighter, I you don't have like a primary like spell casting class. So it's just I would be strength. Yeah, I was gonna say dump everything into like strength and con because those are your two yeah. saving throws. And if you're gonna be hitting people physically, strength is gonna help you. So, with that. Um, generally speaking, with uh, spell casting classes, you're gonna have a primary spell casting ability, and that's gonna be like the score that you pump as high as you can because it's gonna increase your Spellcasting DCs, it's going to increase mm -hmm. the damage you can do, so on and so forth. When you have a martial class, uh, like a purely martial class, not a paladin, uh, like a fighter, like a ranger, like a, um, which I think ranger might be dexterity based, uh, ranger dexterity, fighter, so on and so forth, you're going to basically choose between one or two stats, strength and dexterity. And I'm pretty sure for fighter and for barbarian i know for a fact barbarian strength is going to determine what your plus to hit is with all your weapons yeah uh, and i think fighter it's whichever is highest but abby is a stronger ish character um that's like one of her defining features so i'm not gonna pump dexterity uh, i'm gonna go ahead and put let's see here one two three four five six seven seven points into strength which is gonna go ahead and bump me up to 15 Hell yeah. Uh, keeping in mind that I have a plus two from being a Goliath, that means that I'm going to have a 17 in strength to start. Okay, um, that's not bad. No, not at all. Say so your your high things are going to come from your pluses, so yes. that's going to be nice. 
Uh, it looks like the next thing, what was it, Constitution are also the saving throws for fighters. Yep. That's what you're going to be proficient in. Those are the, uh, the saving throws you're going to make the most. You're going to want to put a lot of things into those. I'll go ahead and throw... Mm, mm, I'll throw one, two, three, four, five points into Constitution, so that'll bump me up to 14, because I have a plus one for being a Goliath. Hell yeah. Uh, and then all I have left is Dex, Intelligence, Wisdom, Charisma. She is so not charismatic, so I'm not going to put <laughs> a single point in Charisma, which I think will give me a minus one, um, if not a it minus should. two. And then... um. Oh, God, what would be Abby's third biggest stat? Strength, 100%, followed by Constitution. Do you have athletics? Or, oh, you already have athletics. Um, it's from... between dexterity and intelligence for me. I think I'm going to try and make them relatively equal because she is fairly smart, all things considered. So I think I'm going to put... I can't remember if guns are... Uh, if it, Because it's a... Are guns a finesse weapon? I think guns might be a finesse weapon. Because if they're weapon, a finesse folks. weapon, then that's dex, correct? Are guns... Finesse weapons. So this is sorry. We are taking you all into such <laughs> uncharted territory with this. I mean, yes. this is the real character. No, well, they are experience. excellent options for characters with high deck scores. Fuck. All right. So it looks like I'm going to have to actually put quite a few points into dexterity. Dex. Which yeah. whatever. She's that's going to give you your bonus to hit. She's a very fit character. I guess that's okay. So actually, I mean this in the kindest way. She's built like a brick shit house. I think that's a phrase. I if that's not a phrase, I think just like brick house. Oh, I've always heard that one specifically. <laughs> brick shit house. I I'm not crazy. I've heard that term from people before. I need someone to validate that. Someone please, <laughs> someone who is listening, please, I am begging you to validate that because so, most people who listen know me personally. Validate that for me. Knowing that strength is not actually going to be my primary hitting ability, um, I'm actually going to backtrack on my strength, so I'm going to only put that up to 13, which with my plus 2 is still make it a 15. Um, and then I'm going to make my dexterity 15 as well, so I'll have two 15s. We'll call it there. Oh, that's good. Whatever. Whatever. I don't really want to do that, but we're going to do that anyways. Um, I kind of want to get out of the fucking negatives, if I'm being honest, with wisdom. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and put two points in wisdom and bring me up to ten. Just because wisdom saving throws happen way more often than you think they would. Oh, yeah. Um, there are a ridiculous amount of spells that are mostly wisdom saving throws. And they're always the ones that, like, if you fail them, you are Fucked. Yeah, like a lot of mind control spells require wisdom oh, um, or that. charisma. Fuck that so much. Yeah, pretty fuck much any of those spells so much. Any spell that takes away your ability to play your character properly is going to be either wisdom or charisma. And I'm mm. okay with her having zero charisma because, again, <laughs> if you've played the game, she doesn't have any. But I, I do want to level her out on wisdom. Um, even from just a role-playing choice, she kind of levels out as time goes on. So then that leaves me with two points remaining, um, which I know this has been incredibly hard to follow with point by, but this is why I don't do point by, um, because it's just fucking hard to follow. It's easy on an app, but, or, the, I mean, Maybe there's also, there's other options. Like there's, like, standard array option, where it already has the, like, points for you, and it already gives you scores, and they also all add up to 27, oh, and you just yeah. choose what goes that's where. that's the simple option, which I didn't click on, but whatever. I mean, listen, we rolled and then did, like, actual math equations on the last so one, constitution's so. Constitution's going to be at a 14. Strength is going to be at 15. Dexterity. You know what? I'll put one more point into strength. Fuck it. We'll bump it back up to 16. Because then it's just fun to look at. 16, 15, 14. There you go. So they're not all the same. Um, and then I'm out of points. So my strength is going to be at 16, dexterity is 15, constitution 13, intelligence 10, or 12, um, and then wisdom is 11, charisma is 8. 
God, I was so close to having that being a really satisfying sequence. I mean, you can change it and just go not point by and make the scores. No, it's okay. Want. 16, 15, 14. Did you write it on the saving throw portion again? Yeah, I did that again. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, God damn it, I did it again. It's okay. I'll write everything next to it. I'm so sorry, man. No, it's okay. I did it to myself. Strength is a 16. We even said last episode on the air, we were like, yeah, guys, remember to write in pencil. I say is I'm also sitting here right now color coding my previous character sheet. Which your boy didn't do. So that means I'm going to have a plus three to strength because, again, 16 minus 10 is six. Six divided by two is three. Um, Dexterity, I think, is going to be a two. Right? Yes. Right? I'm the yes. wrong person. Nope. I cannot validate any math. Constitution's going to be plus two. Intelligence is going to be plus one. Wisdom plus zero. And charisma is going to be, I think, fucking minus one. It might even be Ooh. minus two with an eight. God damn. Yeah. Minus with a, two? With an eight, I think it might be. I don't know how the fuck minuses work, dude. Uh, you subtract them from any ability checks that you do for that. No, I mean, like, I don't know how to determine. Oh, it's the same formula. It just goes negative. So eight minus 10. Negative two. Divided by two. One. No, two. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, negative Jesus. two. It's negative two on Christmas saving throws. Or on, on modifiers, period. Which also means a negative two on Christmas saving throws. Um, Homegirl would get banished so fast. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite plus spells zero for that has wisdom. a Christmas saving throw. It's going to be a plus one for intelligence saves. I'm proficient in constitution and strength. This means we're going to add proficiency when determining those saves. So her... Constitution saving throw is going to be a plus four. Her dex is going to be a plus two. And her strength is going to be a plus five. So not bad. Um, she's pretty well-rounded in the things that we want her to be. Uh, but this also <laughs> could lead to a pretty fun role-playing moment where you just have to accept that she cannot be charismatic to save her life. Yeah, I refuse to just do... Just don't make her the face of the party and it'll be fine. Simple option. Okay, so now I get to pick two skills. Um... Athletics and intimidation, I guess, already come with whatever the fuck else I've picked. Oh, right, with Goliath. Background. Uh, oh, yeah, and background, soldier. Sorry, this app does things weird. Um, so I have proficiency with athletics, and I have proficiency with intimidation, which makes total sense. She'd scare the shit out of me. So now I get to pick two more options. Um, from acrobatics, animal, ha- animal handling, history, insight, perception, survival. I'm going to do perception and survival 100%. Um, I don't think anything else makes sense for her. She's always fighting for her life in the game. So being perceptive and knowing how to survive are definitely two massive things. Yeah. So now I get to pick my fighting style. So this is where uh, fighter differs from all the other martial classes. You pick a fighting style. Um, I mean, the other ones also sometimes include picking a fighting style, but fighter, that's kind of like its defining feature. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are many. Uh, I'm going to list a few. Archery, blind fighting, defense, dueling, great weapon fighting, interception, protection, superior technique, thrown weapon fighting, two weapon fighting, and unarmed fighting. So I'm going to pick, um, holy shit, is there not a gun option on here? No, gun is all uh, homebrew. Or like, it's it's unofficial. Okay, so it's like half official. I don't think it's like official official. Uh, we're just going to do archery because it's a plus two with ranged weapons. There you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. gun's a ranged weapon, so. Yeah, I don't know why, but for some reason I was thinking in this app, hmm, looks like I'm just fucking stupid, but whatever, we're going to go with archery, because plus two to range. She uses guns, so. All right, hit point time. Um, 
show as Now's a when you fighter. Get to, like look up roles. We have a D10, um, which it's is nice. A lot better than some magic. Not a D6. <laughs> yeah. So hit points at the first level. She's gonna have 10 plus your Constitution modifier, which my con mod is plus two. So I'm gonna have 12 to start, and then we're gonna level her up to three, like we did with the last one. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and roll a D10 on the computer. Roll D10. Go. I got a 10. Holy fuck. Oh, bullshit. Wow, that's crazy. Ooh, re-roll. Jesus Christ. Um, God, fuck. That takes her up to 24 at level 2. What the fuck? Yeah, no, that takes her up to 24. Oh, yeah, because at first level, you automatically get 10. First level, she's at 12. Yeah, and then the way that it works is you roll one dice per level when you're going Mm -hmm. up. And I'm only level one, so leveling up to two, I roll a D10. I got a 10, plus my con mod. I'm up to fucking 24 health as level two. That's crazy. Just for comparison, uh... My oh oh my homegirl that I made um in the last episode at level three had nineteen hit points. Yeah. Um. So now I have to pick my equipment. Um. I get to choose between either chainmail or leather armor and a longbow. So I'm gonna take leather armor and a longbow since I wanted to be a ranged weapon user. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna go to write that down. Oh, I hated that you could hear me sniffle. Oh, and longbows and other ranged weapons, by the way, for those of you that choose to pick those, um, depending on your DM, you will have ammo, um, which means you have to, you know, keep in mind your shots and how many times you're firing, which can get difficult sometimes. So uh, I can only choose from martial weapons, so that means I get to give her any of the fun list of martial weapons, which you can just Google that if you literally just look up martial weapons. Mm, martial weapons and then like D&D. Yeah, d Specifically. Yeah, you can't just Google martial weapons. You might get a visit from, like, the FBI or something. Um, <laughs> you looked up weapons. You're going to jail now. She doesn't use any weapons, though, so this is going to be a difficult decision. Um, well, I mean, are you making it based off of her? Yeah. I mean, there's a pretty crucial moment where she uses a hammer to, like, kill a shit ton of infected. So maybe I'll just do, like, a war hammer? I'm trying to think yeah. of, like, what somebody That'd who's trained fun. in C- CQC would use. And the only thing on this fucking insane list is going to be a Warhammer. So we're just going to do a Warhammer. Fuck it. She's going to Martial weapons go crazy in that game. Yep. 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 Um, My favorite weapon from The Last of Us is when it was like an axe or like a pickaxe or something. And then they like taped a knife to the other end of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was a pipe and they taped a knife to the other end. Yeah. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can upgrade weapons so that they. I've asked to have that in game and I was told no because (laughs) I think that weapon is hilarious. I get another um, martial weapon because I'm a fighter. Uh, you got this. You can make uh, decisions. I have to make decisions. Jesus Christ. ADHD and like choice paralysis is We're going to do them all so real. it's basically the same thing. And it's heavy two-weapon, two-weapon-handed. Um, and now I get to choose between a light crossbow and hand axes. Again, I'm going with light crossbow. I want her to be very like ranged weapon users. And I also took the archery fighting style, which means I'm going to have a plus two to my ranged weapon attacks. Keep that in mind. That's super important. Uh, I get to pick between a Dungeoneer's pack and an Explorer's pack. I'm going to do Explorer. She's not Dungeon Crawly. Um, she's all about just staying alive. Now I get to name her. I'm going to name her. I'm going to keep it super simple. We're going to do Abby. <laughs> You're not um, even, like, do like uh, a, 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 like, change it up a little. Uh, well, the first thing that came to mind was, like, Aboleth, but that's just a fucking creature. Uh, maybe, like, rearrange the letters. You like doing that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could. Yeba, Y-B-A. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, Yeba, that works. Yeba. I'm going to name her as Yeba. Yeba. 
Yeah, or EBA, however you want to say it. YBBA. I would say EBA. I'll go YBBA. We'll, we'll throw two Bs. We'll just literally spell it backwards. There we go. And just like that. And guess what? If you show up to a table with this character named Eba uh-huh. and you like don't tell anyone, hey, this is just Abby from The Last of Us, people will never know. No. Nope. That is how much you can like we talked about this in our like building and like flavor episode of like you can just make your character from your favorite game. Oh, so it looks like an people eight gives me know. a minus one, not a minus two. Okay. I don't know how the fuck that's determined, but whatever. Maybe we just did math wrong. I probably definitely did math wrong. So, anyways, I have all that figured out. Uh, I can also see what my initiative is, which it looks like it's a plus two. Uh, my armor class is going to be 13, because a leather armor, that gives you, I think, a plus two. I think it's 11 plus, plus dex. 11 plus dex. Let me, let me check that out I real believe. quick. It'll tell me. Um, it'll tell me. It'll tell me. It'll tell me. Armor provisions and equipment. Yeah, leather armor. Leather armor is going to give me... Yeah, it's 11 plus dex. You're right. So, 13. Look at me. Wow, she's really doing it. Really hitting it today, man. So now we're going to go ahead and level the fuck up. I'm going to hit max on this on the app because I didn't roll it on the app. Uh, Now I'm going to roll again. Roll another d10. Fucking three. Are you kidding me? So if I'm following by my own rules, I can either take average, which would be five, or I can roll again. I'm rolling again. again. Watch me get a one. A three! Fucking three again. God damn it. So, plus five. Um, Son of a bitch. That hurts my soul. Damn. Yeah. That's that's rough. I'm not going to pretend that's not. No, that sucks. That 100% sucks. Um, Yeah. So now I get to choose my fighter archetype, which this is where you would pick Gunslinger if you had an app that allowed you to do that. But I, I do not. There's definitely a way in there that you can. I'm confident in that. I think you can add a way into it, but I don't think you can just, like, choose one. So the options that are going to make the most sense for her are going to be champion, which means perfect. it says perfect your skill in combat, or battle master, learn specialized combat maneuvers. Um, CQC, like close quarters combat, is very, like, combat maneuvery, so we're going to pick battle master. So now I get, um, as my subclass Battlemaster, or as my archetype Battlemaster, I get to pick three maneuvers to learn, um, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I There's love all of the absurdly long fucking list. Um, it's ridiculous. So I'm just going to look at the ones that make the most sense. Let me see here. Say something while I read this list. Um, that's so much pressure to put on me. Um, Figure it out. Jesus Christ. Give me a prompt, Come man. On, Come on. Okay. Um, I've never played a martial character before. Quite honestly, I'm scared to. No, that works. That works. Keep going. Um, well, don't encourage me because now that's weird. <laughs> like, just mind your business and do your thing. Um, my thing. But my thing. I, I, one of the like things I have written down, or if I've not already used as like an episode greeting, is like players who have only played like one class and are too scared to look at the others, and that's me with um, magic users. I refuse to play martial characters. All right, I'm ready. Oh, well, now I'm on a roll, Sorry. and you're just interrupting. So, there are a ridiculous amount of maneuvers <gasps> from. They're basically just things that you can add superiority dice to, which is also something related it's to It's kind of like fighting. sorcery points. Yeah, so we talked about sorcery points last time, where you get to like spend them to do random things. Did for, we talk about sorcery points? Uh, we, we probably skipped right the fuck over it. Whoopsie. Anyways, there are different classes that come with different points. Um, I mean, we would have talked about it on our, on our class background, so yeah. our class episode. Go watch yeah. that. So for fighters, you get what are called superiority die, and you can basically add them to 
based on the maneuvers you pick, uh, it looks like for the specific subclass, I can add those superiority dice to certain actions. So I picked Grappling Strike because she's a yeah. fucking grappler. That so that means that I can use grappling. Um, you can grapple using a bonus action. Oh, that's so sick. When you hit with an attack, uh, gaining superiority died to the check. So that means if I hit somebody, uh, like I succeed, I go above their AC, their armor class, I can then choose to go straight into the grapple action as a bonus action, which is incredibly powerful. Um, and then I can add my superiority to that. I also picked Precise Strike because, goddamn, she throws hands. <laughs> it allows me to use superiority dice to an attack roll, so that's just a very straight-up nice thing to have. Yeah. Um, and it's not specific to melee attack rolls, which is even better, because that means that oh. from a distance, I can add that superiority die to firing with a weapon or with a bow. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's really nice. Uh, and then Tactical Assessment, you gain superiority die to History, Investigation, or Insight, um, which I would probably change that if I had more time to look at the other ones, but for time's sake, I'm going to pick that. I was just thinking she's a soldier. She's very intelligent. I'll say, yeah, I picked what makes all of my sense? for last episode ahead of time yeah, for that Tactical reason. Assessment, so we're just going to pick that. Um, and then I'm going to... Right, I already rolled for health again. Fucking three. So Five. So I have 31 health at level 3, which isn't the worst. Um, so I'm going to put that on my hit point maximum. Awesome. We pretty much have a character now. Um, I mean, I would need to go through and do my scores for my skills and stuff like that uh, to figure those out. So with Intimidation, it's a Charisma-based. I have a minus 1 to Charisma, <laughs> which means I'm going to have a 1 to Intimidation because my proficiency bonus... Um, As a fucking Goliath fighter, having a negative to your intimidation is so funny. I'm going to have a zero on insight. I'm going to have his uh, intelligence, <laughs> history one, deception, minus fucking one. Um, athletics is going to be, oh, athletics is going to be so nice. Athletics is going to be five. Arcana one. I'm not going to read the rest of them off. They're not important. Anyways, that would just be me going through everything and then putting down the numbers. So yeah, uh, we have a character at this point. Um, there's not a whole lot else to like walk through except for ideals, bonds, flaws. Like this is how fast creating a character goes once you have the process down. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of looking up everything to like make sure you're putting in the right information. And if you have an app, that makes it incredibly easy to do. Yes. Um, so I guess for funsies, and because you did it, I'm going to go to, let's see here, the soldier background. And then start yeah. rolling for ideals, bonds, and flaws. But yeah. I think I'm going to so, pick the ones that make the most sense for her instead of rolling. Okay. Because I already have an idea for a character. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I go through and pick mine a lot of the time because I also go in with an idea of who yeah. I want. I build concept and, like, personality first, and then mm -hmm. I go into the mechanics. Yeah. So it looks like I get to pick a specialty. So during your time as a soldier, you had a specific role to play. Uh, the options are Officer Scout, Infantry, Cavalry, Healer, Quartermaster, Standard Bearer, or Support Staff. She's definitely Infantry, Yeah, I would say, or Scout. Um, we're going to go with Infantry just because she's a front lines kind of bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that gives us that. Feature Military Rank. So if I were to pick the Soldier background, I would be able to basically pull rank um, to be recognized within my military organization. Uh, or if I'm in like a town... Um, the way that I would like let my characters use that is like if they're an occupying force, maybe like a little bit of respect. Also, if they're like the um, like the military that's like, like a, native to that area, I would give them advantage on certain checks. Yeah, um, yeah. And if they're like an occupying military, maybe it's like advantage on intimidation, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, cool. 
So now we're going to go to character traits. So personality traits. We have a fun, fun, fun list. Uh, so it basically talks about how the horrors of war combined with the rigid discipline have left the marks on you. So like, choose a thing. So the personality, tra personality traits we have are always polite and respectful. No. Haunted by memories of war. Um, definitely that. So I'm probably going to put multiple on here for her. So I'm going to say two. Haunted by the memories of war. I can't mm -hmm. get rid of the images of violence. She literally, in part of the game, relives her father dying. I'm not going to spoil it in case anybody's played the games, but her father, shocker, does die. You'll find out. I mean, out. that happens in the... Yeah, you'll find out how very quickly that happens, so it's not a huge spoiler. But her dad does die, and she does relive that moment, and then a very traumatic moment that happens later in the game because of that, over and over and over again. Like, it's a driving motivation yeah. for her. So I'm going to pick that. I would go with eight for the next one. I face problems head on. Yeah, I face problems head on. Um, and Four, then five. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. stare down a hell without flinching. Oh, a hellhound. Sorry. That's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little. I like being strong and enjoy breaking things. No. Um, it's just Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say I face problems head on, simple, direct solutions, the best path to success, because she picks revenge. Uh, if I were picking post Last of Us 2, I would say I've lost too many friends and I'm slow to make new ones. Um, but that doesn't really happen until the very end of the game. So. I thought you weren't giving spoilers. I mean. If you've seen, listen, I didn't say how many. I just said a lot of her friends die. Anyways, you'll figure that out in the first half of the game. <laughs> you'll find out in the I first face 10 problems, minutes. Yeah, I face problems head on, so we're going to give her that. So we're going to say this is like pre-trauma Abby, or pre-Ellie Abby, I should say, which is basically the same thing. Yeah. Ellie fucks her life up. Um, we're going to move to ideals now. Greater good. Our lot is to lay down. Nope. <laughs> um, so this is kind of where I need to decide her, her alignment. Uh, she's kind of neutral. Like, it depends on what perspective you have. Because when you're playing as Ellie, she's 100% evil. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you're playing as Abby herself, you kind of get this, like, chaotic good nature to her. Um, so that's kind of difficult to pick, if I'm being honest. Let's see here. Nation, my city, nation, or people are all that matter. I live and let live. One. Ideals aren't worth dying for or going to war over. Um, might in life is war, stronger force wins. Independence, when people follow orders blindly, they embrace a kind of tyranny. Responsibility, I do what I must and obey just authority. I'm going to go with chaotic good. Um, so I'm going to do greater good, our lot is to lay down our lives in the defense of others. And independence, when people follow orders blindly, they embrace a kind of tyranny. Uh, because she does kind of have like a pretty big character arc, um, and is dim you, you see very quickly like early on when you switch to her perspective that like she is a good person at heart, and that yeah. drives Just a lot of the internal conflict. Yeah, like the fact that she makes such a fucked up decision for revenge in the beginning of the game is like what drives her character to become a good person over time. Um, so we're gonna say chaotic good. Yeah. Uh, for our alignment, and I guess our ideals too. Yeah. Chaotic. Good. Because she definitely murders a lot of motherfuckers. So I'm not going to go awful. Very much so. Bond. Um, I would lie, still lay down my life for the people I served with. I mean, definitely true. Yeah. Someone saved my life in the battlefield to this. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's 100% true. Yeah. Um, my honor is my life. No, I never forget the crushing defeat. No, those who fight beside me are worth dying for. Eh, fight for those who cannot. I'm going to go with six and two. 
So one saved my life in the battlefield to this day. I will never leave a friend behind. And Mm -hmm. six, I fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. Her whole character arc is kicked off by her saving um, basically a couple of kids uh, that are in like a perilous situation. And then they kind of save her. And that's how it kicks off their like bond and her character arc. So I'd say she definitely has it within her to do that. Um, Cool. That gives me her blondes. Now the flaws. The monstrous enemy we faced in battle still lives me, qui- lives me, leaves me quivering with fear. Uh, kind of. I have little respect for anyone who is not a proven warrior. No. Uh, made a terrible mistake in battle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, one that one made a terrible. And I would mistake. do anything to keep that mistake yeah. secret. Hatred of enemies, blind and unreasoning. I obey the law. I'd rather. Uh, I'm gonna say four and three. So yeah. I'm going to say that her flaws are that I made a terrible mistake in battle that cost many lives, and I would do anything to keep that mistake secret. Literally the first thing she does in the beginning of the game haunts her for the rest of it. And then four, my hatred of my enemies is blind and unreasoning. It's literally what drives her to make that mistake. Yeah. Um, so we have a bit of a complex character showing up here, even just on the character sheet, um, which is nice. It's what we like to see. So, yeah. I think we're pretty much done, dude. Yeah. I mean, that this went pretty fast. Honestly, we... Hey, this shit sucks. Do you have something you want to send in to make it better? Criticisms, topics you'd like to see discussed, or an advertisement you'd like to run? Maybe you even want to sponsor an episode. If so, shoot us a message at mc460 at evansville.edu or DM us on Instagram at Crescent Magazine. Or we'll never get better like these fucking guys. But there are a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Um just because it's, we're not used to having episodes that run this short. Yeah. So what I did today... We're long-winded motherfuckers. We are. What I did today was I brought a character to the table, and I said, this is the character I want to make, and then built um, all of the mechanics and the stats and the roles around that fictional character. Um, my advice for people that do that, because I'm not against it, like if Madison came to the table tomorrow and said, I want to scrap Daisy, um, and I would like to play... I don't know, fucking Starlight from the boys instead. Um, <laughs> which similar character. Which is a pretty similar character, similar actually, characters. which is which is funny. Because I um, wrote this character long before uh, yeah. I had interacted with the boys. With the boys. I would say that's totally cool. Uh, how are we going to be different at the table? Because like, what I don't want as a DM is for somebody to play the character mechanically the same and then also just be that character point blank, period, because yeah. that's just not fun. One of the, um, I actually went to, this is not a class that I'm in, but um, a class that was here um, that Elle, his fiance, was in, and I tagged along this morning because she told me it was, uh, their whole week this week was, a, it's a, like, short story fiction class, and it was deemed fan fiction week, and they were talking all about fan fictions yeah, and, like, how that actually can, like, last night, help. Um, and it was, like, it brought up some interesting conversations because, like, I mean, in, like, a lot of fan-created works and, like, fan fiction, and I think this is, like, really similar to what we're talking about. If you come in with these concepts and these characters that are already made and already have a set canon that they follow, anytime you create anything, you notice that they start straying farther and farther from their, like, original thing until mm-hmm. you can just change the name of the character and you will have no idea that it was that ever totally originally connected. Yeah, if you 100%. take these two people and you, if you take fucking, um, uh... Luke, Leia, and Han, and you put them in a coffee shop, and then you're writing, and you're, like, in a completely different universe, in a mm-hmm. completely different setting, they're gonna have to make different choices because of that. And by the end of, like, the fan fiction, you're Star writing... Wars nerd. Fuck off. 
not just by the end of it. I like Star Wars. I just I have the hardest time watching the original trilogy, which is most people's favorite. So that's fair. It's my favorite. I'm like uh, once I've seen the. It's got to get you young. See, for me, it's like once I've seen the newer shiny thing, it's hard for me to go back and watch the yeah. old thing because, like, just the clunky. No, it's real. Like, me. I remember as a child thinking that the fight between, like, uh, Kenobi and Darth Vader in A New Hope, I was like, oh, my God, this is so sick. Watching it older, and I think it was, like, an honest trailer that was, like, two old people, two old geezers gently, like, poking at each other with yeah. glow sticks. And that's go what it is. Go back and watch it, yeah. Like, it's, it's rough. It's very But slow. at the same time, <laughs> I... It, was indoctrinated in so yeah shit like that gets you young um but yeah by the time you're done with a work um or like a fan created thing you can just change the name of the characters and people will have no idea that it started as that and there's like so many published works out there that are fully that yeah so i guess there are a few things i have left to finish so i have age weight height hair skin eyes etc cosmetics um my so favorite for part abby i'm gonna say between the 280 and 350 scale that they said goliaths normally are we're gonna i'm gonna say like easily 330 i think she's a, a, a large person even by like male standards like mm-hmm. she dwarfs a lot of the men in the game so make think, more big women yeah, in your games um, always in life I'm going to say she's probably pretty close to the age of the, the character Madison made yesterday. I'm going to say she's like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. She doesn't look any older than that. And she's basically the same age as Ellie, who I think is like 19, tw- I thought. Yeah, like 19, 20. So I'm, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to put her at 23, actually, now that I'm thinking about that. I'm going to put her at 23. She definitely strikes me as a little more mature than Ellie, so I'm going to say she has more years. That also just could come from being in the military. Um, Eyes. I'm going to say red. Uh, just because revenge is very much in her nature, and so maybe that's, like, uh, the eye killer thing changes over time. I think that could be a cool thing. Height, I'm going to say she's not particularly tall. So it said Short between, queen. what, seven to eight feet, I think it said was average for Goliath. So I'm yeah. just going to say we're going to go with eight feet. I mean, that's already taller than most creatures and characters. I mean, so that is tall. Yeah, well, because she has to be. She's a Goliath. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were saying you didn't want her to be that tall, and you went max height. That's not max height. I think max height for a Goliath is nine. Okay, never mind. I then. think the lowest is seven. Like, oh my god, what is happening? Oh, it was messages from someone. Jesus Christ. Anyways, skin. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. I'm gonna Google really quick I, what Goliaths look like. Because I imagine like an ashen gray. Yeah, I think they're very um like mountain folky with like, like head tattoos kind of thing. Let me look them up. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have like these weird like head tattoos. Like tribal tattoo kind of deal. vibes. Yeah. It looks like it'd almost be like a genetic thing too. I'll say, I wonder if they're tattoos or if they are like actual. No, I think they're tattoos because I mean, nature doesn't make lines that straight. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, a it's Dungeons universe. and Dragons. Anyways, I'm going to say that they're tattoos. I'm going to say that she's like, um, like an ashen gray like Madison suggested earlier. I think that's super cool. Uh, and then just give her tattoos, and then maybe I would spend some time um, making her tattoos, like, uh, specific to, like, a military regiment or an mm-hmm. army that she left behind, uh, or even an army that she's still currently in. Like, that's kind of maybe what her, her tribalness is, or that's kind of what the tattoos in her body signify. Um, and then I would take that one step further and say that those tattoos, like, maybe indicate how many kills she has, or that, like, signifies Ooh, her shit. or signifies her role as an infantry um, or even, like, a skilled infantry, because in the game, she's, like, 
uh, they note several times that Abby is like a cut above the rest. She's like special ops for them. So like whenever they need something done, they send Abby. Abby is SEAL Team Six. Uh, basically, like a one, like a, <laughs> she's a one woman army. I mean, if you play the game, if you know anything about it, I mean, she fucking she's a bad bitch. She mows people down. So I'm gonna say that her tattoos maybe indicate that she's like some special forces, that kind of thing. Um, and then hair, they're all fucking bald. Um, so I'm just gonna say she's bald. Maybe give her like. Uh, like a ponytail or something, just because she has. I like one her game. being bald. Give her, make yeah, her bald. No, hear me. I'm thinking like a thin strip of hair though, with like nothing on the sides, and then just tied in a ponytail. Oh Jesus Christ! Sorry. Like if you've seen, how do I fucking describe this? Like where you have a basically you're bald here, and then you just have long hair on the top, and then you just like do a top knot kind of thing. Like an undercut. Yeah. Or like, like the opposite of an undercut. No, like an undercut. Okay, I because rock with has, an, Okay, I rock with an undercut. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I rock with an undercut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give her an undercut with like a ponytail in the back because she has um, she has a ponytail like the whole game. So I, I don't know. I kind of want to keep that aspect in it. Uh, and then hair, I'll probably just go with black. Like yeah. I, I don't want to be super generic, but I'm just, you know, black. It is what it is. Um, like so a gray yeah. black. So now this is where I would start maybe trying to diverge because I'm not playing in a modern setting, so I can't say that like Last of Us events took place and I'm, I'm going to put myself in the sort of coast here. I'm going to say this is maybe where I would ask my DM like, hey, can we make like a war canonical? Um, like is, what kind I, of conflicts? DM now? Yeah, because sure. Yeah, well, yeah, no, we'll give it to you. You need practice. She's Ooh. eventually going to try and DM herself, so... Yeah, um, I've got too many control issues to DM right now. I'm going to say so. we're on the Sword Coast. What kind of, like, wars, what kind of, like, battle regiments, what kind of armies? Okay, let's say there's, like, um... Tara came out with shit on the flight. Uh, well, it, listen, if you didn't attach it to Sword Coast, I could make shit up, but I don't want to, like, say anything and get the source books wrong. Oh, well, just make shit up, then. We're just not okay, the Okay, then it's not the Sword Coast. Okay, so there is, um... It's a, so this is a world and there's several different like factions in it. Mm -hmm. um, some of them are bigger than the other. There's two really big ones that okay. always seem to be kind of fighting with each other. Yeah, One yeah. is very more like for the people uh -huh. um, and a little bit more of like a uh, anarchistic is probably a bit much. Uh, maybe a little bit more like communistic yeah, yeah. Um, society. This is also me knowing Last of Us oh, and like yeah, pulling a yeah, little yeah, bit from fights. that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was going Jackson. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, yeah. And then there's also... Um, that makes total sense. ...a world in... Because I'm just going to go straight Last of Us. Um, so that uh, this communistic society uh, is... I would... In real... I, I would pull up Fantasy Name Generator um, and right. come up with a name, but I'm not going to do that right now because I'm going to stress myself so out because I can't talk and type. Um, so we're going to have that one. And the But the person who founded it, um, mm -hmm, is where mm -hmm, I'm going to divulge mm -hmm. a little bit, was someone who, like, uh, during the war... Yeah. where these factions were created, committed horrible atrocities. Oh, Jesus. Um, and, like, was really, like, a like brutal leader. Yeah, like a um, yeah. And then on the flip side, the other, like, primary faction is going to be one that's a little bit more military-based. It's a little stricter. And yeah. mm. um, there's, there's, like, a, a clearer like a class, class structure and a yeah. class system where there isn't any other. Mm. Um, and there's still a bit of tension between those two factions specifically yeah. um, that always seems to, like, that's uh, never really been resolved. Right, right, right. So then with that, I think what where I would push then is I would want her to be obviously part of the military, like, faction. Mm -hmm. um, the leader of the other one sounds a hell of a lot like Joel. 
Um, that was the goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joel didn't found Jackson. It's the only reason. I know. I said I was going to divulge. Yeah, I know. No, I understand. I, know I understand, understand, understand. I get it. I get it. This is it for you. This is for people listening. I know my lore. She does. She's seen me play the game. She's watched the show. Whatever, whatever. Anyways, I think this is where I would say that maybe like I would want. Um, I think it would be interesting. Eva's father to have been like a general that like went to war against like this Jackson-esque other like one and like was very aware of all of the fucked up shit he was doing, but maybe they like whitewashed their history. Mm -hmm. um, and like now he's like turned a new leaf to the public. And so her mission is to like oust him as like the terrible fucked up person that did all these things to like mm -hmm. the rest of the factions to be like, no, fuck them. Like, you guys are constantly saying we're wrong because we're military-focused and, like, oh, we're bad for going against, like, the communists, like, share the food people. Nah, fuck you, bro. Like, your leader's, like... Yeah, you're founded on blood. Yeah, yeah, you're founded on blood. Like, your leader committed, like, fucking war crimes. Yeah. And you're like, stop killing... No, get fucked. I think even... And this is where I would... I don't know where the line is between DM and player mm -hmm. um, because my brain goes to... I think it would be really interesting if specifically um, Eba's father was killed after, like, a treaty had been called or in a treaty had mm. been placed and was killed like out of um, like basically breaking fantasy Geneva conventions of like the war right, is over right, and then right. still killed and that is also like a driving force behind yeah, it. So I think that I could would be... present that to a player and see if they're interested mm. in that. I would 100% take that and I think I would even want it to be like an investigation thing like that's like a primary thing that like Eva has to figure out as a character like maybe it's a like if you can get the details on it then you can mm -hmm. like well it's like if, if you can prove that it war. happened then like maybe there's like a right that you can challenge him to to like a fight or you can challenge him to like you know go to like martial combat or you can just straight up like if, if maybe if this character is so driven by like hatred and revenge maybe it's just like if you can find evidence that that happened you can say the treaty is absolutely fucking zilch and, and just then you restart get to, the war again yeah um, and I think for what, I think Abby's character, what I would probably try to, or Eva's character, I think what I would try to do is like prove that it happened and then try to like kind of 1v1 it and then humiliate him in front of his people. Yeah. Um, and like a really fucked up way too, like following True to Last of Us, like I would get that 1v1, like even if I had to fake circumstances to be like, nah, like look, clearly this is what happened. Now you owe me the right to like martial combat. And then yeah. I would humiliate the piss out of him. Yeah. Like I would parade his body around and be like, look guys, there's your leader, like have fun. You I know. think that'd be really interesting. Um, or even to I'm say also that like that sitting happened. here going and coming up with like a bunch of like fucking, I'm sitting here going like, oh, I've got so many ideas for mm. like characters in yeah. this world. But that I think is where I would take Eva. Um, yeah. And I would be curious to see if whether or not I would be playing Eva post like after that mm -hmm. um, or during that. I would almost like to play her after. Like I would like to talk about all of that stuff and say that it's like canon for the universe and that like... Now we pick up with Eva, who's like on the run from basically like this kingdom who she humiliated. Like maybe yeah. it's like you have the right to martial combat, but you're not allowed to kill our leader. Like you can beat him and we can say that you've done that and he'll be punished for his crimes, but you're not allowed to kill him. And I think that's where I would say, well, maybe Eva says, fuck that. Yeah. Maybe Eva like has him on his knees and he's like, fuck you and your father. Like, I'm still going to get away. Like, I'm not going to die. Like, yeah. I'm going to rot in a prison, but you're not going to get to kill me. And Eva's like, no, fuck you. And kills you in front of like all of, or kills her, kills him in front of all of his people, and then like goes on the run. Yeah. Um, then you have the the daughter mm -hmm. who picks up the mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, so then, and maybe, then you get the Last of Us too. Yeah, and then maybe like a really good then antagonist for Eva is a character that is now like that leader's daughter who yeah. doesn't, who's never understood all of the terrible things, or was raised at a time where like she didn't understand just how bad he and was. And then also her motivations would be completely foiled. This because also 
Eva would have killed the leader out of treaty, like out mm-hmm. of outside of the yeah. the realms and the and rules. That breaks so the treaty it would have been and the that same starts thing. a war, and now it's like part of what what's on Eva's conscience is like now she started a war again. Yeah, you know, and like she's not an inherently bad person at heart. So it's like now I have to watch all these people get murdered because like of my revenge. And then that's basically just Abby's arc through Last of Us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then that's where I would like to pick up because I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I like playing like morally ambiguous like difficult shit on the mind characters because I think it's just more interesting like I don't think there's a lot of people out there that are like trouble free worry free and so I like the idea of playing people that are a little more true to life and that like they have something a little fucked up about them yeah so you know it's my itch for like that that moral ethical conversation yeah it's just who I am as a person (laughs) I'm well aware (laughs) better for worse I love talking morals philosophy all that kind of fun stuff so yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's how I would that's how I would take Eva, and then I think it would be hard not to role play her like Abby. Um, well, because... especially we went from okay, let's put her in a universe that's not The Last of Us to see how that would and play, and I just said okay, here's Fantasy Last of Us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you can also still put this into a world where that's that's not a thing. Maybe you can change details of like, maybe it wasn't the father that was killed. Maybe it was mm-hmm. her younger sister. Right. And that changes a lot of like, you know, then it becomes a place of like, this is not so much for honor, but it is for like, or like for, for principle, but it is you killed a child, like a, a my, my sister. Um, and then maybe there's miscommunication in like the way that the, the death happened yeah. and... Um, maybe it's not even a specific person that killed them, but a, like, an army. Even just going back to, like, the fanfic conversation, like, what I was talking about last night when I was playing Last of Us 2, because I've, I've played it several times. This is my third or fourth playthrough. I'm almost finished with it. But, Masochistic like, behavior, truly, to play that game more than once. Yeah. Well, Crazy. Difficulty junkie. I like playing things in the hardest difficulty and, like, getting better at it. But anyways, I love the story. I love the writing for 1 and 2. And when I was talking about, like, what I would do fanfiction for, like, in that moment... Um, I would have loved to have seen, like, a conversation between, like, Abby and Ellie um, from, like, Last of Us, right, because what we're talking about, uh, because they never talk. Like, it's only ever a conflict between the two. And, like, they... Just, fuck you. No, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, oh, you killed my dad. Now I'm going to go after you. And it's like, no, you killed my dad. I'm going to go after you. And then it's just, like, it's a game of murder <laughs> tag. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a fucked up tag. Yeah. Uh, and so I would love, I would love to. Have, we fully just gave spoilers. We were trying to yeah, not whatever. give spoilers earlier. I would have loved to have seen like an actual conversation be forced between the two, like stuck in the same, like stuck in a situation where they have mutual interest for survival. And so it's like, when we get out of this, I'm going to kill you. But also I have no choice but to cooperate you. And I think in that moment, they could have come to an understanding that maybe would have like changed the outcome of the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, because they're, they're meant to be foils to one another and they're meant to be reflections of each other. Um, to the to the better end, like they don't complete both of their their journeys or their circles, like uh, Jesus Christ, their arcs until the very end of the game. Um, and so I think maybe even in the game sense, like or in this fantasy world that Eba existed, maybe I would want uh, like the Ellie equivalent to have been the one to get killed um, instead of like the Joel equivalent, and mm-hmm. for it to be like an Abby versus Joel kind of deal. Um, where it's like the old like war veteran who's done fucked up things but has finally found happiness in the form of this like surrogate daughter has now been taken away in like, I don't know, Mortal Kombat or some stupid shit like that. And now it's like he's gonna like raise hell and like lobby the uh the communist to like get steeped in blood and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um and that's where I maybe would like change things and switch it up so that I'm not just straight up playing Abby. 
So, yeah. You know, like just switch switch the people around, switch the characters, uh, switch, switch the backstories. Like stories. fundamental stuff. Don't be afraid to like do that. I think it's really fun. Yeah. Uh, flavor and like background and like uh, all that shit. The cosmetics and like the building yeah, yeah. of the characters is like my favorite thing. Well, honestly, I think we've talked extra enough that we can just make this its own episode. So I think you guys are just going to get a part two regularly. We're at yeah. an hour again. So we lied. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of table talk where we walked you through very quickly. The Marshall class. Again, if it was a little hard to follow, go back and watch the other one, part one, which should already be up by the time you hear this. And that'll make a little more sense. Uh, but until then, see you guys next time. Bye.